Pete, I don't think you've ever seen my high-tech setup, but uh, I have to hold my microphone into my microphone holder with a wrapped-up paper towel. Damn, dude. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beer and Loathing Podcast, this being the first officially sponsored by the BMW Motor Group of Spartanburg, South Carolina. Nah, I'm kidding. We don't have any sponsors. It's like we pay for this by donating organs, of course. Next up for grabs, kidneys. I'm Pete Evan, Grand Rapids, Michigan, joined by Sam, who is hosted graciously by our friend and return guest, Zach, from Reaction Brewing in Denver, Colorado. Hello, everyone. Hey, Pete. That was a wonderful yeah, was introduction. Super corny intro. Yeah, you threw me off when you said we were sponsored by anyone in general. I had no idea where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was a last minute addition. Well, when I he said BMW, yeah. he meant bondage more warehouse. <laughs> bondage. I wish. I don't know. That could be. I, if that's out there, we're taking sponsorships. Oh, and if it's from South Carolina, it's really interesting. <laughs> yeah, right? It's so vanilla. They definitely can't wear it in the bathroom, that's for certain. Oh, oh man. So, Pete, you just uh, said right before you uh, faked the sponsorship thing you, that you were drinking a sour. What are you, what are you drinking that's sour? Uh, distilled? Oh, Fruit? yeah, that's a good one. The wild sours? Hmm. They're serious? Yeah, so I've had like a few of them, and they're always like incredibly sour, and I can get like maybe halfway, seventy-five percent through the can, and then I have to like drain pour it because it's too fucking sour, and I can't take it anymore. But this is really good. It's like this uh, psychopathic. Hmm, that sounds nice. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, what are you drinking? I am currently drinking a uh, a combination. Uh, Bry, the guy behind the bar, said he was trying. Their Black Days or Dark Days Black IPA mixed with their orange cream ale, and uh, that is quite the combination. Yeah, it's a really cool mix because the Black IPA is uh, uh, it uses uh, chocolate wheat, so it's super smooth. Okay. But then uh, we hop it up with uh, Phoenix, Magnum, and Cascade, and then it was dry hopped with El Dorado. Oh wow! Okay, so uh, that is pretty hoppy then. Yeah, it's like 90 IBUs, but then it uh, it's spiced with uh, star anise and orange peel. Okay, so, so it kind of has like a wintry spice to it. It's not doesn't have that huge licorice in it. Yeah, and that's nice. I mean, black licorice in moderation. Yeah, exactly. Unless I start thinking I'm drinking Jägermeister or something. Yeah, then it gets a little tough, and then that orange cream just kind of really smooths it out. Yeah, does it does it add to the sweetness a little bit? Because I noticed like this does, mix is yeah, pretty sweet, but not like up. not like in a bad way or anything. Yeah, it sweetens it up because it's got that vanilla to it and the lactose sugar and the, yeah. the cream. Do you guys blend a lot of your beers? Like these guys have started playing with it. It's kind of fun. It's yeah. the local something to try. Um, I know we do one with like pink peppercorn, orange cream, and the Belgian rice stout. Oh, nice. Um, is that some pretty... people do the stout with the pumpkin and. Do you have any that you've tried that you like? Yeah, I really like doing the uh, hatch chili with our pale ale. What's the, the first one? The, it's the our hatch chili amber ale. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so it kind of just adds a little bit of spice to the pale ale. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, you guys got a lot on tap right now. There's I see one. On. Yeah, there's one empty slat. I think it's full of a secret tap. I'm not sure. Oh, really? Okay. We're, we we were running a secret tap for a little bit. Okay. It was just uh, we added some 
extra flavors to a five-gallon keg. And yeah, farted in a local, little bit. Let the locals kind of have their own thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was a uh, toasted coconut or a s'mores English mild. Oh, nice. Which was really cool. Did it, did it kind of turn out how you intended, like, with yeah, the s'mores? Yeah, it was enough to have, like, a glass. <laughs> yeah. And then it got a little intense, but, yeah, it had that toasty marshmallow with some chocolate. Okay. And it was in an English mild, so was it kind of lighter? Yeah, no, it's a dark English mild. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. We, have, we have some for you over here, so. Oh, sweet. There we go. Yeah. If you can't see, there's, like, uh, ten glasses in front of him. Uh, yeah, Pete definitely can't see it. I'm going to take a picture, Pete, so you can see this, because... It is, a, it is a thing of yeah, beauty. I like to, uh, exactly. like imagine myself with you. I, I know. I try to just. I try to describe it as much as possible for you, just for that. Plus, this will be good for social media, and you know what a slut I am for social media. How's How's Michigan, Pete? Uh, right now, it's uh, like forty degrees, but it's super windy and rainy and just fucking shitty, man. Just how we it's are. So gross out. Yeah, we, uh, down south of us, we had, like, apparently, at Pike's Peak, had, like, 100-mile-an-hour winds or something. 101-mile-an-hour wind. Yeah. And then right before I came in today, I heard they just closed I-70 for 10-foot deep, 100-foot-long drifts. Yeah, and avalanche and stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Normally, I try to steer away from the weather, but when the weather's trying to kill you, I'll allow it. Yeah. It's been good times. Oh, man. So where'd you get the steel? Did you just find that in the store? Because do, do we get yeah. that in Colorado? We don't get it out here. Okay, I was gonna say I it's don't think I've seen it. It's super limited. If you can get it, it's bombers. Uh, I know I found one of their raspberry uh, sours that they had, and it was really good. Okay, uh, it was like two point eight percent alcohol, though I think. So. Okay, <laughs> was it a Berliner or something? I, yeah. Okay, <laughs> super low alcohol sour beer. Two point eight. That's like the first time I tried to make a brown. It was my first all grain batch. Yeah. I didn't crack the grain well enough, so like it tasted great, yeah. and everything came up. My efficiencies were just so fucked. And when it like after it fermented, I think we figured it was around two and a half, two eight. Oh man! But uh, it tasted good. It worked out well because I uh, right around that time had a major league throat infection, had to go on antibiotics. So like oh, it was enough to mess with my meds. And my friend's dad came over and he was on some stuff too, so he couldn't drink strong beers. Like yeah. This is good. I don't have to worry about it getting me fucked up. I'm like, yeah, all right. Boom. Never works. Small like, miracles, right? Never works. Try it again later to actually crush the grain properly. Oh yeah. So what's up? What's the selling point of that beer, Sam? Like, you can drink it while you're on painkillers or something. <laughs> that would be. That's exactly what. It was a session beer before session beers were cool, man. That's what I said. Yeah. The original hipster session beer. You know me. I'm all about being a hipster and stuff. Uh, so, uh, what's been going on here, Zach? I know you guys, uh, last time we talked, you just gotten some new equipment. Did you guys get more? Yeah, we just doubled, more than doubled our fermentation area. Okay. So, we added two 20-barrel fermenters and a 20-barrel bright tank. Nice. So, that takes us to, like, 75 barrels total fermentation space. Is that them over there? Those are the big ones behind us. Okay. Right? Uh, and then we be. added uh, roughly, like, 300 kegs. Ah. So we can uh, get out more to the bars, and keep up with distribution. Um, we signed up with Tivoli Distribution. Yeah. So they're kind of helping us out. Um, that's nice because it gets me all the way down to Trinidad, up to Fort Collins. Okay. All the way to Fort Collins. Yeah, that's out to uh, Grand Junction. Oh wow. Okay. So that's it's all in state, but it's a yeah. pretty. It gets you to kind of the major like corners of the state more or less. Yeah, and it's just you know that gets you to where you got eight sales guys working for you. Instead of 
hiring one, getting a van, and getting a driver. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of a nice little deal. They just yeah, that's cool. Hey, here's some beer, guys. Go sell for me. And and so you're usually are you usually on tap then at their poorhouse then too? Always over at, by the always at the Tivoli Tap Room. Which yeah. Is cool. You get to go drink at the college. Yeah. I, we uh, stopped there between we're we did a little crawl down Broadway. Ended up yeah. there before going to the hockey game on New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's perfect for a hockey game. Yeah. Because you don't got to deal with the other two bars. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's most of what you got. I think there's like one Odell stand somewhere in the 140s. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I've walked by once. I'm like, I need to remember exactly where that is because I'm yeah. going to need that one of these days. Yeah, and then, the, yeah, it's, the Pepsi Center is so weird. I don't know how it is in Michigan, but it's like, if you go to a hockey or basketball game, it's, you got to go to the special stands. It's like, oh, I know that one place in the building has good beer. Yeah. Then you got to go to, like, the third floor to get the good chicken tenders. <laughs> then there's, like, a special guy that does the right hot dogs. I was going to say, have you been to Mile High Dogs? Yeah. Because that's where the, that's where they get the hot dogs. Yeah, and it's, like, <laughs> it's different than the rest of it. Right? Yeah, it's like you got to make you got to make some places in there a destination. Yeah, but it's been good. So we've been kind of growing, just trying to kind of keep up. Um, yeah. We just... The beer's been selling so well. And oh, good. It's great to have. You know, we've got eight flagships. About to bring another one on. And then just constantly rotating everything else. Oh, that's awesome. You guys have been open, what, three or four Two years now? Two and a half years. Okay, so, so we'll be three. We'll be three in June. Okay. Yeah, man, it's it's awesome. It's fun to see how much, like, interiorly... interiorly like what's changed in terms of growth. I mean, you got the stack of kegs over to our right here. Uh, yeah, I think got, when we first opened, it was just the one barrel. I don't think we had the seven barrel even then when we first came. Out. Oh no, man! I just I remember staring at your original small. system. Like I looked at it because it looked just like mine and my buddy's homebrew system yeah, from right. back home. I'm like, that's it, but bigger. It's like a 50 gallon kettle instead of 12. But I mean, you got like you know, all your. Uh, shelves in here and stuff for grains and stuff have you guys been barreling much lately too yeah really getting into the barrels um just wrapping up a collab with rocky mountain barrel company all right um, i think i saw some of the pictures of that yeah we put our white stout which is uh some people call it michael jackson um it's, an, <laughs> it's technically an imperial oatmeal blonde with lactose sugar and vanilla it's dry hopped with uh, a custom roast coffee from Corvus Coffee. Oh, wow. And then uh, some really nice fresh Dominican uh, cacao nibs. Okay. Uh, and then we put that into a six-year-old barrel from Breckenridge nice. Distillery, which is it's a rum barrel. And then a Dominican rum barrel that, from what we can tell, is about 40 years old. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then a brandy barrel. Okay, so you're kind of oh, doing batches in each of them just to yeah, kind of see so what they get. Yeah, so we've got three different batches of that plus the regular batch. Um, we've got some, a scotch barrel going right now. Oh, nice. Of course, Law's Whiskey. Uh, yeah, you can't Working on some else. cool cool collabs with those guys as well. I mean, that beer on its own sounds amazing, but barrel I'm sure that's... It's really good. It's super smooth. You kind of put it down and it looks kind of like a hazy blonde ale. Okay. Um, with like a tint of red to it almost. Hmm. And then you drink it, and it's just straight up coffee chocolate. Oh, that's awesome! So it is. So you guys, you know, went for that stout-ish kind of flavor yeah. without the color of it and stuff. Yeah, it was really fun to do, and it keeps the acidity. So oh, okay, you don't have that like acidic taste that a lot of stouts will get. Yeah, yeah, definitely that that tang that you get yeah. kind of as you're going through it. No, I 
honestly, I've seen places that had like white stouts, and I've heard people like talk about white stouts because that's one of those styles that make people freak out a little bit if they're BJ or BCJP or BJC, whatever the fuck it is. If they're you know if they're big into that, they're like, that's not a style. You can't do that. So naturally, I gravitate to those. If I can, if it pisses people off, yeah, I, I, I want to experience it. You know, beer styles anymore. It's just like, okay, who makes a good beer? Yeah, exactly. It's like I had somebody come in and, well, what are you going to do about the head retention? <laughs> I said, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, that's not important to me. If you want to drink it, go ahead. You want it to look pretty when you pour it out. Like, that's great. If it has head retention, perfect. But what's more important, looking at the glass with head in it or yeah. drinking a good beer? There's only one yeah. kind of head retention most of us are worried about. Yeah. After one or two, like that, those are the main selling points for a beer. If it's good and it makes you feel good. Yeah, definitely. Or even if it makes you feel bad, like just the next day, you know? That's when you know it's really good. Yeah, right. Well, inevitably, it's going to make you feel like gotta shit, make, right? you got to make that. you got to feel that shame the next day. Yeah. At least that's just me. Maybe that's just me and my masochistic ways. Yeah, but barrel- yeah I was going to say you're a masochist, so that doesn't apply to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the barrels are so fun, though. They're just so easy to... Makes such difference. And I actually want to point out that uh, that gin barrel peppercorn. I think was was that the pink peppercorn. As so well? we've done gin barrel orange cream, gin barrel pink peppercorn. You came for the release, yeah, right, the glass, yeah. And that was the one that really kind of that was really good. Opened my eyes oh. to like how different barrels can get like can take the same base beer, but you can get totally different results out of two different barrels. Basically, yeah, it's super cool because yeah, that was the same exact time. Same exact barrels, yeah. Just side by side, you know. One was maybe in front of the brewery, maybe one was a little further back. Um, with the gin, though, we've actually we're adding semi our new flagship beer. Uh, we'll have it here and there. It's our hibiscus lime agave wheat. Okay, yeah. And we've done that in a gin barrel, and we're getting ready to fill four gin barrels with it tomorrow. Oh damn! And it is just it's excellent. That's awesome. I bet you that like. It doesn't necessarily give off a ton of juniper, but like no. a little bit of that, and like the the vanilla ish from the oak yeah, and stuff. Would the barrels go well from that. Roundhouse Spirits up in Boulder. Oh, okay. Um, great American style gin. Um, you know, and I'm not usually a gin fan, but yeah. I went to uh, the woods or whatever that's in Salida. Oh, Salida. That place will get you in trouble. Oh, it almost did. We went there before Elevation's fourth anniversary party, which was a stupid idea in the first place. But oh boy, luckily, I've got a story about Elevation. <laughs> I, we're not allowed. I don't know if I'm allowed back. <laughs> really? Yeah. That a boy. Everyone should uh, have a story like that. That story at some point during this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the- we went down for uh, Brewers Rendezvous. Okay, which yeah. is a great festival uh, that we do down in Salida with the Brewers Guild. Elevation. They're really cool guys. Yeah, absolutely. They throw the big party afterwards that everybody just brings all their beers. Whatever you got, your rare stuff. And it's this huge bottle share within like all these brewers. Oh, man, yeah. Media. To, so, you know, and it's after the festival. Yeah, so everyone's... And they provide buses. Oh, jeez. So, okay. Uh, I don't know. We were just hanging out outside and drinking some beers, barley wines, and... Uh, Some light barley wines. Smoking a couple of cigars and whatnot. Um, and Caution and I decided to... Uh, well, there was no chain on the silo. Oh, no. So Caution, he, uh, he climbed up the silo. And oh, man. <laughs> I was like, he's like, I think I could get up there, man. I was, 
you do, take a beer and I'll let you pour it in my mouth from the top of it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I take and I lean, lean all the way back and I'm laying there. And he gets all the way up there and takes a barley wine. And so I took a barley wine to the face from 40 feet up. <laughs> how did that feel? Yeah, how did that feel? The first drops hit me right in the eye. And it was just, it was just this burning sensation. I've only had it once before when I, at GABF, this goofball volunteer at Sam Adams booth couldn't open a bottle of, what, 13th floor or whatever, the weird barrel-age thing that Sam Adams does. Oh, yeah. And he wouldn't let me touch the bottle. I couldn't get it up open. So I said, all right, put it in my, put the cork in my mouth. <laughs> like, grab the cork with my teeth and yanked it out. Well, the guy had shook the bottle up it's like a blast of 13th yeah. floor right to the face uh yeah so that was elevation and yeah that was they they weren't too happy that we climbed this island so they are but there is yeah. talk there is talk that uh, we can actually do it production wise this year okay and, uh, maybe do like the tallest beer bong or something okay and yeah, there you like go some drone footage with a purpose see that's what i was gonna say when we went there for their fourth anniversary um uh, ryan hannigan from focus on the beer he yeah. i went with him and uh he's he uh knows those guys or has been there enough times that he's gets yeah. some he gets some special treatment so he was asking if he could take some aerial shots from the silo yeah and uh I had just gotten this brand new DSLR and I brought it to like just take some test video and stuff. He's like, hey, they let me go up there. Why don't you go up there and take some video? I'm like, okay. So I grabbed the first rung. I'm like, not even pulling myself up yet. And this dude comes over, hey, hey, and just like freaks the fuck out. And I was like, I heard it was okay. The bar manager said it was okay. And like, it turned into this whole thing. And eventually I got up there. But I. <laughs> it, it might help to ask first. We didn't ask. Yeah. Kind of did it. In a drunken stupor. I did ask. I still got yelled at. Probably not so. a great idea to do. When you're yeah, forty something feet in the air. I feel like you know you wait a little while. They'll forget about it. Bygones and all that. Yeah, uh, we all made up after. <laughs> but yeah, nobody else can really say they take a barley wine now. No, absolutely not. I've seen a dude take a two-story uh, beer bong with milk, and uh, so I've seen a dude get basically and, and, and the nozzle for it was uh, at the top of the of the funnel so the bottom that's rough so i saw a dude basically get punched in the face with a gallon of milk yeah <laughs> that's that's logistics yeah exactly it's it's all to figure out the size of the line just right it's college learning is what that was at its finest point we learned re- really quickly you want the nozzle or the the whatever the latch or the whatever the thing is that closes the valve at the bottom instead of the top otherwise you get all that, that momentum when I was younger, we had this thing called Bongzilla. What is Bongzilla? Bongzilla is a beer bong that holds an 18 rack. Oh, Jesus. And has six hoses coming out of the same thing. <laughs> yes. So six of you just get around and do it? Well, we did it with car bombs. Oh, no. So an 18 of Dennis <laughs> and then had somebody topping it with Bailey's and whiskey. So and, is- But the worst thing about Bongzilla was you each had a valve. Yeah, if you were the first one to crash the valve, you got all that pressure. Yeah, you're getting you're getting the whole thing. And it, wow, it was terrible. Oh, it I'm, would just punch, like you said, punch in the face. Yeah, I had some friends that had something similar. They call it, I think they just call it See, the. Octopus. I gotta stop really quick before we get off this. Why the fuck was anybody bonging milk? That's right. That's a good point. Uh, oh, that's not a good point. I thought you were gonna ask a different question. I wanted to ask. Um, so we had this wheel. It was like the wheel of shame and wheel of punishment, and. Uh, 
you lost a round of beer pong, or, I don't remember what the rules were, but for whatever reason, if you had a party foul or something, you'd have to go spin the wheel, and one of the wheel slices was beer bonging milk. So it wasn't like someone did this on like by their choice. It was they had to. I, I was like, what fucking person would be like, all right, time to bong some milk? Well, like, did you just pick up or go for a run? Ironically enough, the guy that ended up doing it was one of the dumbest motherfuckers that was there anyway, so it seemed appropriate. It, it kind of takes that. The universe is just in yeah. that sense, you know? No, yeah. the question I was going to ask that you reminded me of was, so if you, you're bonging uh, car bombs, were they just immediately, were they curdled by the time they got to you? No, because Bonzilla, I mean, you were talking 12 seconds tops to okay. drain that thing. Okay, yeah. You I mean, it, it forced that <laughs> into your body. I mean, it was... How many uh, blackout nights did that thing give you? We're still on them, I think. I <laughs> he's, still in, he's still in that blackout. <laughs> uh, so, I don't even think we asked, which, which beer of yours are you drinking, Zach? I'm drinking our uh, German Rye Pale Ale. Okay, yeah, I'm um, guessing that's that one right there? Yeah, it looks. Yeah, that it looks, look, about it looks, like, looks about right. Yeah. Yeah. So they, Pete, they, I'll send you the picture later. But they lined up like ten samplers in front of me. So I've got my work cut out for me. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yeah, this is really cool beer that I kind of came up with. Um, oh, that's interesting. Is it the German Rye or the pumpkin? If it tastes like pumpkin, I, hope, you know. I don't like pumpkin spices. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Which one was... Was that the pumpkin? Which one was the Belgian? Black, mild, rye, pumpkin. Okay, so I... I, I Did you get the rye pale? Yeah, that's the rye, right? I'm I'm drinking that right now. Okay. All right, that's the one I got. All right. I have the the rye pale. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing this one. uh, Really kind of cool time. Elevation meets a guy named Alex. He started his own kind of chicanery here. Oh, okay. In the town and is doing really good, authentic salami. Oh, nice. And uh, he's also doing some brats and breakfast sausage and stuff like that. And uh, he kind of came to me when he was first getting going. And he was like, hey, man, uh, I'm looking for this. And I was like, well, he, can I buy something from you? And I was like, what's this brewing cost? I just want to brew it directly towards this one. Yeah. And... Uh, we kind of had talked. He was a big fan of like Great Divine's Haas and stuff like that. Uh, but we wanted a little different stuff to it. So just kind of catered it to where it's got that rice spice. Yeah. Nice smooth German. Uh, it's got the Dusseldorf alt yeast to it, so it still leaves a little bit of malt to it. That's why, uh, yeah, I think that's what I was catching. And uh, that's why I was like, I don't think it's a pumpkin. It has like. <laughs> they were right next to each other, so it was a little different there. But. Um, then we hop it with a hop called Junga, which is a Polish hop, um, which kind of throws some spicy black currant and stuff like that. Okay. Um, which goes great with rye, as far as I'm concerned. Anything that gives you kind of like earthy, yeah. spicy tones, like that that and rye just play together super this nice. This beer with a bratwurst is just one of the greatest things. And I could imagine it was, that. It was a great thing to pair up with them. And, you know, it gets my logo on those packages. Yeah. All that. And I gotta say, like, I love Great Divide, but Haas has been one of those beers that I never could, for whatever reason, I could not get into it. And I love well, rye beers. And didn't they just change it from, they were saying it was a rye lager that's years what, ago? Yeah. That's what originally they now they're calling it, uh, well, because it's not a flagship. It's yeah, a I think it's a seasonal. 
And I think they're calling it the, the Marzen or something. Are they? Okay. I remember they changed around kind of how they're branding it. Yeah. I don't remember the specifics of it because, I mean, I've tried it in bottles. I've tried it straight from Everywhere. the teat at yeah. Great Divide. And everyone I know, well, not everyone I know, but a lot of the people that I'll be at the bar with around, they'll be trying like, oh, I love Haas. And I'm like, am I the only one that doesn't get this beer? It just doesn't work for well, me for some reason. we were developing it around in October. We were kind of going around the October the Fest time, and it was everybody's doing a Marzen. Everybody's doing a half. Yeah. Why don't we do something different? Germany has a lot of good beers. So let's make a rye beer that has that German note to it that you want to drink a lot of them and eat a lot of sausage with it. And you, you know what? That's funny you say that because uh, I just learned about uh, a Ragen beer which is like a rye Hefeweizen. It's like a rye base with a Hefeweizen yeast. Yeah. I'd never heard of that style really of beer before. Really fun beer. We've, we've done it a couple of times. Oh, man. I, I uh, tried Fates at uh, uh, one Big, of the yeah. pairings at, at Big Beers, and oh, my God, I was like, yes. just yeah. I was like stealing the empty or the ones around me that weren't you know being taken by somebody. I'm like, yes, I'll just. Oh, no, yeah, it's awesome. These are going to waste, so I'll just help them out. And the one you just picked up is the German Hefeweizen. That we just did. Uh, you know, it's, oh, season, yeah. it's a seasonal release. If you're going to release a German Hefeweizen, why not in the middle of winter? Yeah, damn skippy. Now, Hefeweizen's been one of my new favorite things that I've been discovering in terms of, like, German beers. Apparently, these speak to me in my palate. Yeah, I, it's super light. It's crushable. It's um, Yeah, that one's good. got a slight fruit note to it. Oh, that one's good. So, How's that sour? Uh, it's, it's done now. <laughs> what are we on to now? Really savored it, huh? Uh, Ski Patrol by Brewery of Avant, which is a Belgian-inspired <gasps> wit. Uh, Ale brewed with cardamom and orange peel. Somebody, uh, I did a beer trade, Pete, and someone sent me a can of their uh, barrel-aged uh, quad. Ooh. Yeah, Vivant's a really cool brewery in downtown GR. It used to be really close to where I lived. Awesome. Uh, they do... It's uh, one of the guys from New Holland. Like oh, cool. The two original guys that uh, started New Holland back in, I don't know, fuck, how old was that place now? Eight years ago, maybe? I don't remember. At one point, they decided to split off because one wanted to go small, one wanted to go larger. And uh, so this guy ended up going to Belgium, to like or Germany to beer school, and he'd travel up to Belgium from Germany because it's not that far of a trip. And that's where he like started learning about Belgian beers and like how it's incorporated as a meal. So he yeah. came back and started this brewery that was very specifically meant to do beers and and uh, food. And uh, they do some really fantastic work. Good. They're yeah, they were really good beer and really good food. Like they have this uh, this party called duck nachos, and it's it's duck meat on just like a traditional nacho. Duck meat on a nacho. Yeah, you caught my you caught my attention because you're picked up. It's mind blowing. Like I'll get crazy for it sometimes. Like I'll be like, all right, Lee, my wife, like all right, Lee, we got to go to Brew the Lot and eat those comfy nachos. Yeah, I, I'm into that. That's kind of reminds me of like Euclid Hall. Have you had oh, the yeah? duck confit? Uh, uh, they do uh, poutine. Oh really? I no, I haven't been to. Uh, no, I haven't been there. I've been to Historian's Ale House, but I have not been to... Yeah, uh, check out Euclid. Yeah, Euclid. Um, they do a duck confit uh, poutine. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, got, man, that sounds so good. It's got the duck meat, uh, duck egg, and then uh, also really? duck gravy. So they just... But not just that. They also put foie gras on there. What is that? 
Oh, dude. Liver. Oh, really? Liver. Oh, potato. Yeah. Okay. Well, Pete knew what it was, so football. at least one of us is cultured yeah. enough. It's so good. <laughs> it is like I, that yeah, alternate, like, drink it with a nice quad or something yeah. big, rich, you know? Yeah, something that's uh, going to really... wet my pants for it right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no questions asked. No ask, I, Don't ask, don't tell here at Chain Reaction. <laughs> oh, man. So what was the second beer here? This so, one is roasty as all holy hell. That's the black IPA. Okay, so this is the black so IPA. So that's on just the regular black IPA. I, so now you yeah. can see how sweet that orange cream made it. I actually wondered that because I, for, for whatever reason, when I tasted that mix, I yeah. just immediately assumed the black IPA was going to be roasty as all get out. Yeah, it's super roasty. Um, yeah. But with the wheat, you know, it doesn't have the that bursty like we talked about the acidity. No, yeah, it definitely does um, not. It's still super smooth, even with the big roast notes. So does uh, the roast come from that, that black wheat? Uh, the- no, uh, yeah, the black wheat, and then we put the uh, so chocolate wheat, and then dark wheat is in there as well. Okay. So it's, it's got plenty of stuff, and then the Phoenix hops are super earthy. I just think whenever I drink a beer like that, I immediately think that it's there's a lot of black patent malt in there. Yeah, there's some black patent in there as well. Um, real small amount. It doesn't take a whole lot. But, yeah. Uh, that one's, it's really fun. We we always used to call it the Dark Days of Christmas. Oh, okay. And then we were like, oh, it sucks putting a beer out that has to end at Christmas. <laughs> Let's just call it Dark Days. Yeah, there we go. That, that works. So that, that one's always been really fun. The spicing, that was actually one of the... That was actually the first beer we ever brewed commercially. Oh, really? Uh, when we were kind of apprenticing down at Strangecraft. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had worked with Tim for uh, years before, and kind of Aaron Gardus, and he said, all right, I want to try one of your guys' recipes when Strange was doing One Barrel Wednesdays. Mm, yeah. And uh, I said, all right, let's do it. And that beer kind of made us want to do the brew. Okay. Because we saw... How quick one of our beers could sell in a commercial environment. It was, uh, I think we sold the two kegs down at Strange in an hour and a half. Oh, damn. That's yeah. awesome. And it, it was just, hey, people actually really like what we're doing. Yeah. And then that happened a couple of months in a row with, uh, I think we did the Indulgence Milk Stout after that. And then uh, we did like a Hatch Chili Mild, I think. Okay. Yeah. That was, I, I don't think fun. I realized you guys, like, uh, you know, apprenticed at, at Strangecraft, so... Yeah, I was always real close with those guys, you know, coming from a media background, and uh, took them some homebrew, and they're uh, Harriet Black's guys, real good friends of ours, and he was doing that and working at Breckenridge. Okay. Getting all his recipes kind of dialed in, and we kind of just started hanging out at Strange and brewing... That's Almost awesome. every Wednesday for well, about two years. Wow. And <laughs> That's then sweet. we'd go hang out at Breckenridge, brew with those guys, kind of, or help do whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's kind of how we learned how to do everything commercially. So was even the, the brewery, like, an idea at that point, or that kind of no, plant the yeah, seeds for it? that was just going down to hang out and, hey, do you want to go try this out? And yeah. See what <laughs> they do down there? 
kind of really is that part of your story that that yeah, was yeah. Uh, kind of what planted the seeds and got Those you Those guys kind of just took us under their wing. Uh, as soon as we took a six-pack of our beers in there, he, was, uh, he, he kind of saw that we had the idea. You, when you taste somebody's beer, I found when homebrewers bring it in, you can go, this guy gets it and can go that next step or... That's a good homebrew, and that's all that's left. Yeah, sure. Um, because there is a thought process in between those. And they kind of saw that and said, all right, I want you to do this. Bring it back. And we listened, and we took their advice. Oh, after about six months of every month taking the same exact beers. And Chad and I were brewing uh, three times a week, twice a day. Okay. So we were brewing six, ten-gallon batches a week almost <laughs> Jesus at Christ. home. Yeah, that's a lot of beer. Yeah, for two years. Wow. Uh, yeah, two or three years. Do you still have those bottles lying around just because it's hard I to burn some, through that much? I have some in there. Yeah, I we did a so. lot of keg stuff. It was every every week at my house was this giant party. Right. I, uh, Chad and I would start early in the mornings or late at night, and it would be pork shoulder or brisket. On the smoker. Oh, nice. And hey, come over mid mash, and we're going to eat and we're going to drink a lot of beer because we got 30 gallons of beer to put in the fermenters, and we only have two fermenters. So <laughs> we, we need to drain those kegs. Yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds like an amazing afternoon. They're, they were fun times. You know? is, that, is there any, uh, like, of that history involved with, like, you guys do a lot of really great potluck, like, events. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's kind of just we tying some, into that. We throw a lot of parties. We still have the party mentality, you know. I, I don't ever want to be that fucking guy. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I want to be the guy that everybody wants to... Hey, let's go down, let's party. It's casual. Those guys are cool. Yeah. Amen. Um, so we do the chili cook-off. That was our first one that we started doing here. Yeah. Uh, then we threw the Cajun cook-off. That's one I keep missing and I need to get down for yeah, it because oh, I love Cajun food, that man. That one's a blast. And then uh, we did like a chip and dip off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we did a cookie off. I missed that one. When was that? that? Was, uh, Sunday before Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas. Okay. We did like a cookie yeah. dessert off thing. And it's fun. We do Toys for Tots that day. Oh, okay. We uh, bring Santa down for the kids. Oh, that's cool. Oh, did we click off? No, I think... I don't know. Pete, are you still there? No, Pete yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, we, we heard you getting your choke chain ready or something. Uh, so, yeah, then we do that. So the new one is the mac and cheese cook-off. Okay. Which will be in definitely March. definitely seen that one. And that one is blowing up and trying to figure out how to actually make it work, but... <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. You got like you got like two months to figure that out. Yeah, so right? logistics so, be damned. Do you like uh, brew beers for the specific events or like have beers? Yeah, we usually them? have our uh, Hatch Chili Amber debut right around the chili cook-off. Okay. Um, the Cajun one, we tried to do something light, but with a cool spice to it. Sure, uh, sure. We'll do like a fun stout for the cookies. Um, the chip and dip off is like some sort of lager, like chili lime lager or something like that. Oh yeah, awesome. Um, we also do the comedy nights still. Every second Friday we do the comedy nights still, and those are still huge. And try to do Denver comedy paleo for those. Well, that's cool. I like that more breweries are doing kind of those different event things, like with comedy and trivia. Oh, yeah, I mean, you got to do something to vary it up, you know? 
it's great hanging out at a bar with your buddies, but you still have to figure out how to draw more people in. And people are just... They have ADHD. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They just want something different all the time. That's why you always got to change your beers. Yeah. I love the cook-off idea with the massive breweries because, like, my two favorite things are beers and, and food. Yeah. So, like, if those two can be in harmony at a place where I can just go and, and grab a beer from the bar or whatever, and it's not my house, so I don't have to clean up the mess, yeah. that's not fucking <laughs> Well, and it's great. You know, the chili cook-off has been the most popular so far. And, you know, we bring in 50 different kinds of chilies. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah. I mean, isn't isn't it like you bring your chili? It's like free entry for that part of it, free right? Entry, it's free entry. Yeah, it's free to taste. Yeah, so that's why I think that's that's awesome. I mean, it's like you said, it's it's those parties like when you were, uh, you know, roasting a shoulder or whatever, and yeah. having your friends over. And I always do uh, once a year. We're kind of turning it into our version of Oktoberfest, which uh, sometimes we procrastinate. <laughs> And uh, I still don't know why the fuck the Germans put Oktoberfest in September, but uh, they're that efficient. That's why it was why. a counting thing. <laughs> yeah, they can make a car; they just can't yeah, adapt the, to a calendar. Yeah, the, the calendar just that eludes them. Uh, so we kind of moved ours to mid October when nobody does anything. Yeah, a week after GABF, so you kind of cleaned up and you want to drink some more uh, Oktoberfest and Customer Appreciation Day. So we brew a couple of German beers, throw them on, and then I pay for all the food. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Me and my dad get the grill out and uh, do burgers and brats, and I bring a couple of sides, and neighborhood brings a couple of sides. Sure. All the food is free. That's awesome. And I I know, uh, I think one of the last times I came in, when uh, I came to that gin barrel tapping, y'all were still talking about the, the porch. Yeah, now it's, it's here. It's finally up. It looks yeah. awesome. It's we don't have the sails up because of winter, but yeah, yeah. So the we added the patio. That's really cool. That added four cables out there. And that's cool. Oh shit! I had a question. I totally just dropped it. Now, well, have you tried any uh, incredibly spicy chilies in like your cook off? I've been I've been dying to hear this. Yeah, there's been there's and, been a couple of chilies that hurt. Uh, and Zach is a fan of spicy food. I think I the last time I was here, you had uh, some spicy-ass jerky and oh, peanuts yeah, we from eat, somewhere. Yeah, I got drunk and bought all... If you get drunk and just get on Amazon... <laughs> you can find crazy things. spicy <laughs> shit. You can get a lot of cool stuff. Um, but yeah, I've had this... Uh, it was like this seven chili... Uh, wild hog thing. I got shot the wild hog out of Texas. And then it was... Ghost chili, scorpion, and habanero. And then he was like, oh, but it's got bell pepper in it, too. Because that'll cut everything. Yeah. <laughs> Make oh people God. sign was, a waiver before trying that? So that sounds hot. awesome. Um, during the Cajun cook-off, we had a uh, ghost crawfish etouffee. Mm, it was really excellent. Could you taste it, or did the ghost pepper just roast your No, mouth? it was actually really well done. Okay. And then uh, we had somebody do a smoked serrano. Rattlesnake gumbo? Shut up. Oh, Where do you get game. rattlesnake? You or do can, you just shoot one in you your backyard? You at Marzix. Really? Marzix has it. Uh, I need to go to those places. Wheat Ridge Poultry will have it. Okay. Uh, Wheat Ridge Poultry has 
Rattlesnake beanie babies. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's the best thing I've What does rattlesnake taste like? I mean, is there anything comparable to chicken? It? It, okay. <laughs> the usual. <laughs> yeah. Tastes like turtle. <laughs> turtle. <laughs> I like turtle. That was an inside joke. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, uh, but. Uh, I forgot to. That's all right. No, it's. I, I've always. When you're, you're sharing that spicy stuff with me the last time we did the show and stuff, I. I love spicy food, and man, I, uh, I'm also very susceptible to bets. And uh, since since we did that last show, uh, I had a guy. I, I got bit into two things in one day. One time, I got bet that I couldn't eat this triple decker cheeseburger and a pound of fries. And uh, I hadn't eaten all day, and I was pretty drunk. So I'm like, "Fuck you! Watch this." Yep. So I finished all the food, and they're like, "Oh, you didn't. Those weren't all the fries you normally get with it." So they gave me more fries. I ate the fries. And then the owner of the bar shows up, and he's like, "Oh, you're doing challenges, huh? You think you can handle our spiciest hot sauce?" And I'm like, "They call it, they just call it level five. And uh, I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I can I can do level five. Whatever, man. Yeah, I'm I'm a hardcore. I I got a pound of meat in my gut. What else, what's the worst that could happen?" Sounds like a nightmare. So That's par- the pound of meat in your gut was the worst thing that could happen. Probably. So <laughs> so they bring out this. Uh, usually they're, they're, they take. Uh, I can't remember what it's based on, but it's like four and a half million scovels. It's something retarded. And uh, they usually cut it with like a, a garlic sauce. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll eat level three and level four just yeah. for no reason, just because it's delicious. Yeah, why not? So they bring out this level five. And uh, he's like, if you can eat one fry with level five on it, I'll, I'll give you a free Coors Light every time you come in here for, is this for the rest of your life. Is Monument? Uh, no, so this is uh, this is the trip. So it's down uh, at the bottom of Floyd Hill on the way east on or west okay, on seventy. Floyd Hill, okay. Yeah, he he doesn't own it anymore, so I don't get Coors Lights there anymore, unfortunately. But uh, so, anyways, I eat the I eat the fry with the with the hot sauce. I'm like, oh, that's pretty bad. That's not the worst thing I've ever had in my life. So for shock value, I took the rest of the little like plastic thing they gave me as a shot and just <laughs> drained it. See, you and me. We could get in a lot of trouble because uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Boggy Draw. With what? Uh, Boggy Draw. No, uh, brewery, I'm not. New brewery down, uh, not new, they're a year old now, in Sheridan. Okay. So Santa Fe 285-ish. Okay, yeah. No, I'm, I don't, I'm not, they weren't on my radar. Sorry, Boggy so Draw. So they were doing a, a really cool benefit for... Uh, uh, Kind of community friend of ours, and okay. uh, one of our, our bartender here, uh, his girlfriend's dad. They were doing a what you doing, lady? benefit. He had uh, some liver uh, problems yeah. going yeah. on, yeah, super sick, and we just needed to raise some money for him. And they were raffling all this shit off, and Danny Cash hot sauce was there. So <laughs> I met Danny, and me and him were good buddies. And, well, he had to leave, but he left me a bunch of hot sauce, so he has this one called Multiple Personalities. <laughs> I can only imagine what that could be. It's the hottest sauce that he makes. And I got the great idea. I was like, look, give me 50 bucks, I'll donate it. Oh, I'll God. Do, I'll, do, I'll do a <laughs> shot oh of it. I'll do a shot of it. And no big that deal. turned into everybody, okay, people pitched in a bunch of money. I raised like 100-something bucks and I a shot. <laughs> That to me is encouragement. Yeah, no, absolutely. To drink, oh, and I mean it hurt. It's it's positive. The feedback. first one hurt pretty bad. <laughs> the but first I, one. I, yes, I, I chugged a couple of beers, 
and those beers gave me the idea of, hey, I should get a couple other brewers that are here to do it with me. Yeah, there you go. So, did another shot. I think five out of the six brewers ended up puking. (laughs) And uh, Bradfy and I, the bartender here, he he did it with us. And, I mean, we raised a bunch of money doing it. We called each other about an hour and a half, two hours later. I couldn't even fucking take a piss. Right. I've never fucking taken a piss and burned. <laughs> that is so like, awful. It's a, Ring of Fire is like the greatest thing compared to pee hole fire. Yeah, I would imagine. Like so, even with even with my like little uh, my in, my indiscretion or whatever, uh, I didn't I didn't have any urinary, urinary tract problems. I will say this though, I did somehow torch my vocal cords. I couldn't talk for three oh. days. Yeah, it, it'll hurt you. Yeah. Man. You gotta watch out with that capsule. The, uh, the the pound of beef in my gut, delayed reaction, the ring of fire was real, yeah. and it was devastating, but... I love peppers and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah I won't even tell that story. <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> Don't need to make that one public. So, uh, Pete, I think we should... Uh, do some of our uh, our fun questions. I, I keep wanting to call them loaded questions because by now we should all be loaded. <laughs> That's pretty good. By the way, your pumpkin beer, I love it. It's it's the spice is mild. It's not yeah. It's not creeping all up in my nose and getting all up in my business. Yeah, it's really nice. So essentially, it's like a amber ale with uh, lactose sugar. Oh, okay. And then we put it. Uh, we gently do the pumpkin. Throw it in there. Uh, and just gentle spice. Yeah. It's enough to just be everything. You know? and that's what I like. I was talking to somebody at the bar earlier about the orange cream and the pumpkin. They go, you know, what we really like about here is the beers, you can tell they're well attenuated, they're well balanced, mm-hmm. and the biggest thing is they still are beer. It's not this. Is it beer? Is it thing not? Yeah. Or, like everybody wants to do these fruit beers and. So, Oh, we'll just throw a bunch of juice in it. And that's how we're going to get our flavor. Well, Sadly, okay. now it's an adjunct it's like beer, more or less. Or it's like, come on, like, get creative. Know how to use your mouths. Get some flavors. Yeah. Isn't that like a, like a malt liquor at that point? Yeah, that, that's what I would say. Yeah. Does malt liquor have juice in it? And I, 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 we are going to play with some juice replacement on beers. Sure. But I want to <laughs> call it, that's more of a cider um, yeah. hybrid to me. Um, we're working on something really cool for Collab Fest. Nice. So, 105 West. That's March, right? Yeah, March 25th. Okay. Um, 105 yeah. West. I haven't heard their stuff, but I hear a lot of good things. Down Castle Rock, uh, ex head brewer of Rock Yard in Castle Rock. Oh, yeah. Was known for doing all of their like uh, special series stuff, their diversions. And, okay. Uh, really talented brewer. Been in it for. I, I wanted to go there. I was going to stop by there one day on my way up from Colorado Springs, but by the time I got to Castle Rock, I realized I was too hungover to do anything and just kept driving. I'm like, I want to. Yeah, they do a beer called Dee's Nuts. Yes, I've, that's, a, I hear that's amazing. Peanut brown ale that actually tastes like good planters peanuts. Yeah, just like peanuts. Not like peanut butter or anything, just like actual. Uh, like real good peanuts with a little bit of salt to them or something. Just a little bit of salted nuts. Just what anyone would want. Nuts. All right, Pete. So, are you ready for uh, this next section? I am. Yeah. 
For anyone that might be new that's listening outside of our one listener, this is a section where now that we're good and lubed up and we know our our guest, we ask some uh, very relevant or irrelevant questions, depending on how you look at it. These go so well. <laughs> yeah. I think you were one of the first shows we did. You were one of the first like handful of shows when we first started doing this before, so... Um, I'd like to say we've evolved and gotten better at it, but it's not. That'd be a lie. It's the same shit. Yeah. I'd Pete. like to say I've evolved and been a better person. But I'm not. <laughs> nah. What's evolution? What's that about? Pete, you want to get you want to get us started? <clears throat> yeah, sure. Okay, so because uh, I'm doing the good news, bad news, I'll give you a little bit of good news. Follow up some bad news. How you do that. The good news is you find that a diet rich fresh hops for a day get at some of the highest quality hop palettes the world has ever or will ever know. You can even eat different varieties to blend them into new hop tastes and new hop sensations. So you start another uh, business on the side using this newfound gourmet hop palette shitting creating talent. The bad news is if anyone finds out you're selling shit hops, you're not going to go to white collar resort prison, you're going to go to federal communion ass prison. So, first question is, how do you avoid going to con college? What hops would you blend? And then lastly, what would you call it? Oh, Holy shit, that's a loaded question. It is. All right, so what was part one again? <laughs> so part one... <laughs> yeah, Pete likes to have novel questions. Fuck, I have too much loot, so that one just slipped right up. <laughs> how do you avoid going to jail? You know, if anybody finds out you're selling shit, hops are going to jail. So how do you avoid going to jail? I, I would uh, register my body as a uh, some sort of agricultural plant. <laughs> you can do that? Because there's only one way to find out. Don't ask, don't tell, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what the military and U.S. is all about. Also our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, I think I would just register myself as, like, fuck it, get rid of the birth certificate. I could go to the hospital. I know a couple of nurses, well... Qualify me dead. There you go. Um, and I'll just become some sort of a fucking plant. Poor Zach, poor Zach died doing what he loved, shitting hops. <laughs> and, like, all I gotta do, like, I'm already crippled, so, you know, it's like I can already, I already got the goofy limbs. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone's just ready for it. So, fuck it, why not? Zach's the plant. Yeah. Alright, so... Like the, the oh, actually, I got, a, I got a funny joke for that one. Okay. Um, do you know the hardest part about eating your vegetables? Oh, I don't even want to know the answer to this, but what, okay. what is it? The wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I knew I didn't want to know, but I asked. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Nick. Alright, so the second question is, what hops would you blend using this new fun talent? And then what would you call that hop strength? What would I blend, or what would my body make? You, okay, so you can eat, like, different hops, so you can eat, like, Cascade and Chinook and be, like, and, and then okay. make a new one with those tastes blended, like, the best of both worlds. The how, best. how many hops, what's the cutoff on it? Uh, I'm going to say three. Three? Oh, man. I would love to blend Nugget, Chinook, and Whole Melon. Is Whole Melon relatively new? Uh, yeah, they're using it, um... Oh, man, where did I... I just heard so... I think I just drank a beer that had that in there, too. Yeah, a lot of people are using it. Um, is it New Zealand? No, Whole Melon okay. is Bavaria. Uh, it's one of the new Holtau brands, I believe. Okay. Um, 
I would choose that one or that mandarin orange one that's coming out that Ska's using in the... The mandarina? Yeah. God, that shit's awesome. Uh, I would choose those three because I, I like the slight herbal juiciness of yeah. a nugget with like that... I love Chinook as like a bridging hop because you can get some pine, but you can still get a little bit of fruit from it. Mm. And then you get that big like citrus punch. Yeah. So to where you can kind of use that as everything, huh? Yeah, that those, sounds those like those would be, be my one that I would make. That'd be the every hop. Pete, was that was that uh, all the all the answers that for your the, ridiculous the question? question. You don't have to answer that one if you if you don't want to. Which what one would you call your hop? Thing? Yeah, what would you call that? That Why am I thing. putting my ear to the microphone? I don't know. It's pretty good. I wasn't going to say anything, but I was just letting you do your thing. And it's the ear that I can't hear out of normal. It's like, what the fuck is wrong? Um, so, let your ear talk for you. Yeah. Um, wait, what was the question? What would you name it? What would I name it? I think Zach's going to be good for this, because he came up with a great acronym for BMW earlier. But remember, you also don't want them to catch you in the fact that you're shitting hops. So, but he's already a registered plant. Yeah, I'm, so. a, I'm a plant. So I'm good. I'm good. You can do whatever you want now. Yeah, photo, the fuck you are. You know what I'm gonna call it? Photo fucking synthesis. <laughs> <laughs> and you know I'm photo gonna spell fucking it. Synthesis. Photo. It's synthesis, but the way that I would do it, I, I don't know how I'd do it, but fuck my third grade teacher that flunked me on spelling that word. Damn right, yeah. Somehow, so this is revenge against her. Third grade, boom. Yeah. Take that. Yeah. I'm gonna rename this word and I'm gonna take it over. <laughs> I like that. That's what being a plant is all about. Aren't they doing Especially that with like Pluto? Hmm? Aren't they doing that with like Pluto or something? What they're renaming it? Oh. Didn't they get rid of it? Well, they they made it a, a celestial dwarf like eight years ago. Celestial Dorf. That's a good name too. That is. I don't. I don't know if anyone's used that one yet. That could be a. That could be a. a keeper. That, that could That'd be. be good. All right. So. Good beer name. Uh, as per usual, I do more of the straight up. Uh, would you rather type questions, except for this last one. If we get to all three of them. Uh, so, Zach, would you rather be stuck in an acid trip or have a hangover for a full month? A trip. <laughs> yeah? My man. <laughs> why not? I, I don't know. Apparently a lot of people come up with reasons why not because no one ever answers acid trip and I appreciate that you do. Oh, why not? <laughs> Again. Like, you're made after my suck, own heart. Man. They do suck. I mean, doorknobs are already assholes, so <laughs> I got that prepared. Like, why not seeing them permanently like that for a month? I try to avoid stepping in puddles, so like, I'm not going to drown any oceans on yeah. this trip. I think I could come up with some cool beer. <laughs> that would be actually that's a great point. It, you can come up with some badass art too for your beer. Sure. It would well, be that's a problem that we have. It's like naming and like we have some funny names, but artwork and stuff. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I I, I mean, and it kind of reminds me of, like took too many edibles the other night and watched Westworld. Have oh you yeah, seen that show? I haven't seen that show yet. I love that show. I, I took too many edibles the other night, and I had to wake my wife up at like 2 a.m. to talk me down from being controlled by a fucking joystick robot. 
<laughs> I was just like, oh. That's pretty good. I was like, man, what if the whole world is like being ran by like other people? I'm like, this is just a game. What if man. Elon Musk was right? This is just a simulation. <laughs> Oh, I like that. No, and as as fun as you're like, I've just found life as an open book is just much better to have. Enjoy, have fun with it instead yeah. of uh, dread it. No, and I just think in terms of this conversation, like the fun beers you guys come up with. If you're tripping on fucking acid for a month, I can't even imagine what wild shit you come well, up with. Well, the thing is, it's like acid. I still think I'd be hungry, right? And thirsty. The hangover, like, what if that hangover? You're stuck in that weird part where like. Oh, no, no, don't give me any. Yeah, like, yeah. like, I can't keep anything. I down. was about to go off the deep end on Sunday because I couldn't find huevos rancheros. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> if I don't get some huevos rancheros, shit's going down. Yeah, uh-huh. that makes sense though. Huevos rancheros are awesome. So good. Pete, what do you got for your next one? All right, I'll hit you with the next one. This is actually one of my favorites. So, uh, the good news, Zach is. You're now a well-known house cat. The bad news is you're also now plagued by crippling alcoholism. If you stop drinking, you get the DTs, and you will 100% die if you don't drink every four hours. So how do you, as a cat, a house cat, feed your addiction without your owners knowing, uh, you know, without letting your owners know that you're a raging alcoholic? So you're well-loved, but only because you are a high-functioning cat alcoholic. If you give away your secret, they're going to throw your ass in the house. The best part was just like on Zach's face. I could see him trying to think ahead too, because he he just knew there's gonna be some fucking shit coming. There's just uh, <laughs> cats are just such dicks, anyways. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, uh, I think I gotta go with like the uh, trying to ferment some of my own liquor, like trying to get like <laughs> some some kitty catnip blues. Like, if I hopefully my owner's got some good like. Sour beers or something. Okay. Accidentally knock one over. Like they're gonna be like, oh shit. Okay. Cantillion on the ground. My bad. Yeah, you knock over a cantillion or something like that. Like, oh shit, I dropped one. All you gotta do is get that in a little petri dish. Maybe throw some lettuce, some hot peppers, and (laughs) get your milk in there. Imagining a A cat doing this is so good. A Um, cat brewer. There it is. I mean, you know, if I was. I like, think we're in that acid trip we were talking about last question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, but you could do it. What, 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 didn't Limp Biscuit already go through this with the hot dog flavored water thing? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I tried to avoid that album like a plague. <laughs> so did everybody. Except for the, like, eight That's million why people that Fred bought it. doesn't exist. Yeah, even in his his horror horror movie directorial efforts, yeah. he just kind of never really made it. Yeah, I would, I would do that. I, if I could just get... That fermentation started, and you just because you could keep. I feel or like nobody fermentation. Can, fermentation. Nice. Uh, uh, nobody do because nobody gives a fuck about the cat, so they're not like washing your bowl out. Probably not. So well, he did say well loved, so maybe they are attentive mm-hmm. to your to your uh, yeah, whatever hygiene out. needs and whatever. You've, you live a pretty or, luxurious lifestyle, or you know you take that acid trip thing. You're not going to eat for a few days. <laughs> um, until that cat starts looking really just delicious. Just leave your leave your milk to ferment. Oh yeah. But throw fruits and stuff in it so you get that extra sugar. Okay. And then you just got constant supply. That is or easily. Or you drag right. some bowls out. Or I mean, you could be a regurgitator too. There's drink, always drink, that. Yeah. Drink, drink, drink. 
I just watched a David Blaine special. You seen that fucker throw up a fish? I saw him throw up the frogs. I didn't see him throw up a fish. Yeah, he does fish. I saw him pull a bunch of frogs out of his mouth in front of uh, Dave Chappelle, and the dude freaked out. Yeah. So, what if you could do that as a cat? They harm anything. You have yeah. multiple bowls, you know, in your area, <laughs> and you could probably hide them. I mean, like as yeah. a cat, those little oh, shits yeah. are crafty. So, like, you know, under the couch. That's that's my. Thing. We just watched. We just watched. Uh, you know, Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. So, those cats just hide out anywhere. So yeah. you could have bowls under the couch, the chair. Yeah, I think I'm going with that. It's like secret stashes separate from others. Because uh, I want to have enough to make sure that, you know, cold days, it's not going to ferment. So. so you're going like independent jailhouse brew cat. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I love it. Yeah, that. I've I seen Orange is the New Black toilet cat, wine. Cat toilet wine, yeah. Cat yep, toilet love it. That's, I think that, that might that bury that shit in a bag in a yard. That might have to be the title of this episode: Cat Toilet Wine. But it's also Cat Puke <laughs> Toilet Wine. Well, Cat Puke because we'll get the whole you have to transfer it out of your. Original That's right. Hole. You gotta, you gotta move it. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. You gotta transport it. Oh my god. All right. All right. So uh, this has no relation to any other questions. They've all tied together. Maybe this one will tie together somehow. Would you rather be stuck alone on a desert island with only Kanye West and a magic well that produces any beer no, you want no. or a utopian society... <laughs> <laughs> won't even let me finish. Or a utopian society that has wonderful people but only macro beer? Bring on that fucking coolers, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do anything before... It's... Actually, yeah, leave me on a desert island. Kanye West. <laughs> You'll solve our Kanye problem. I'll turn that fucker into a beer. <laughs> You'll ferment him. <laughs> I like Zach will ferment anything we throw at him in these questions, I think. Yeah. Oh, God. Is there anything you think you couldn't ferment? <laughs> no, man. Oh, all man, of it's got, all good. You got some. You, well, I mean, not everything is fermentable, but... You can add anything to a mash and get something out of it. Yeah, you get something something fun out of it. Kanye West, though, I don't know if you can get anything out of it. it? I'm trying to think of, a, of an ego joke for a beer, but I got nothing right now. I, I, will, I will go Kanye West if I can pour his fermented juice down his <laughs> wife's ass crack like the commercial. You know what? I'll... She wasn't supposed to be on this island, but you know what? I'll let her be there just for this scenario. <laughs> because that is an amazing image in my and mind for medical reasons. We're going to call the island Can't You Kimye. Can't You Kimye. Can't You Kimye. And that goes into making some kimchi. Kim- okay, there we go. Well, we, that could get weird. That could get weird. Like, kim- kim- yeah, so now all of a sudden you're getting Kim involved in... I mean, how much do you like herpes? <laughs> I'm assuming at least. I, I, I think I'm good. I'm sure Kim Kardashian listened to the show. Kim, I'm sorry. I, I really am. Yeah. But your herpes are you just terrifying. Just come in, Kim. I'll buy you one. Yeah, right? I might buy you one, too. Pete, what do you got for your uh, your next one? That's it for me, man. Oh, you only had two? All right, yeah. sweet. I got one more. Okay. This was actually one we originally wrote for Noah from uh, Rocky Mountain Barrel Company. Oh, God. Or I wrote, I should say. No, Noah and I are good friends. So it should work I well. know, and that's why I thought this would be fun to ask you. He's a dick. Absolutely, and that's why I respect <laughs> him but in immensely. Columbia for what, eight months or something? No, <laughs> it's been at least, I don't know, he talked to us uh, in December, so it's been since then. Unless I just had Noah's like, every doppelganger. Day I get, every day I get a fucking picture of him. 
I just fucking follow- Coronas on a beach. Come start a brewery. I just I just stalk him like a weirdo on Snapchat. That's that's how I operate. Yeah. Or not Snapchat. Uh, fucking Instagram. They're trying to be the same thing. All right. So, <clears throat> channel your inner Noah or whatever you want to do with this. You magically can create the finest barrels in all the land. Wow, how drunk was I when I wrote this? <laughs> but you can only sell them to someone who only intended to age the equivalent of a shitty malt liquor. Would you rather sell them and make some coin or light the barrels on fire in front of that person? Oh, man. Lighting barrels on fire sounds like fun. Right? Charred to the extreme. I think I gotta just do the fire just for the party. <laughs> like, can we have a cook-off with that? Yeah, roast something. Yeah, man. Yeah, as, long gonna, as, as long as he's right there, that. like, crying in front of you, just be like, oh, wow, those are so good. You're like, yeah, fuck you. So Yeah, we're gonna call it the malt liquor cry-off. <laughs> malt liquor cry-off. <laughs> and we're gonna, like, uh, roast a fermenting cat. <laughs> just, you're tying everything together. I like this. I see where you're going with this. I like that. Yeah, if we can tie all these questions together, I think we can have one. I think that's one great acid while we do it. Yeah, this is the most this is the most cohesive thing we've ever done. So acid needs to be done just to make sure it's a complete a complete experience after that. Yeah, you, I think you got to burn the barrels. Malt liquor, what's it gonna pick up? I mean, or what's it gonna drop? Or you know what the best thing is? Fill them with this liquor and then light the fuckers <laughs> on fire. Cause that now there you go. That, I don't want crying uh, when I like to make, when I make somebody cry. I like to go all out. Right, you want to make them really just ball break down. Yeah, I mean if you're gonna do something, what I was always taught as a kid is you better do it right. Yeah, and I mean if you're gonna make them cry, why not sob? Yeah, man, you want to see them lot uh, whatever they call them alligator tears, the whole thing like this is worse can't than, breathe. <gasps> this is worse than grandma. Yeah. This Forget is worse grandma. than grandma. Forget grandma. Fucking Santa ran her over by a reindeer, man. This ain't shit. Zach lit your grandma on fire in a barrel of your own malt yeah. liquor. Well, that's how you make malt liquor. Is you, you burn, burn grandma. grandma. <laughs> I never knew that. I always wonder what they did with Or grandma. grandma burned you with her cigarette growing up. <laughs> you know, glow call my glow call me. Pretty sure that's how it goes. Like <laughs> yeah. Buffalo and stuff like that. Right? Most likely. I would say so. That that tastes like Grandma Burns with cigarettes or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bring that back some free goes, memory, guys. There's a there's a cat related in there fucking somewhere. Dude. Grandma's goddamn cat. Grandma's cat's on acid and <laughs> ferment, to, he, fermenting the, hot dogs. The cat is actually one fermenting Grandma. And they're shitting out hops. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah, don't forget that was the, like the, the most. Uh, that was the, the legit one. There, the the yeah. chillest question. Well, Zach, man, thanks a ton for coming back on. Well, thank you guys for having me. I always like doing it. So. No, we love having you yeah, on. I it's uh, love seeing you guys grow and uh, all the stuff you've been uh, going on. And thank you for sharing all your beers with me. I think oh, yeah. I literally had two thirds of the fucking board tonight. So yeah, I, we'll get you a couple more if we need them. But, uh, well, I still have, we, I we still got have, a baggie here. Dude. I, still, I still got my Michigan baggie here that we got to yeah, go. We got trivia so. still going tonight. We got we got a whole party going. There's shit going yeah, down. Get out for you, Sam. Thanks for listening to the Beer and Loathing podcast. You can find us on www.beerandloathing.com facebook.com backslash beer and loathing twitter at symbol beer and loathing and also instagram at beer and loathing so and you can also find us on youtube tune in get drunk the only different one the only different one the outcast <laughs>
Not really an outcast. It's an outcast.